I just got stuck in a bogey train. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bogey Train. Hope you guys are having a good whatever day you're listening to this podcast on. Um, because, you know, for us, it's Sunday, but for you, it might be any other day. Just well, for you guys, uh, it's at least Monday because we don't put this out until Monday. Generally, generally. Uh, so hope you're having a good whatever day it is. And, uh, yeah, you got you got me, Nick, here, as always, along with Jangs and Noah, both uh, popping in. And let's see, Noah looks a few pounds lighter. And yeah, you Jess, guys like that. Yeah, yeah. Cut the hair. I think it looks better. I, I don't know about the middle part, to be quite honest, but I think you'll figure out well, what to do with it. I'm coming off of a nap and a fresh shower, so just imagine this, like, really styled up to perfection, and then that's okay. what I usually look like. All right. Usually styled up to perfection. All right. And then uh, and we got Jengs here. It looks like he's struggling with the uh, old Invis- Invisalign. What's, what's going on? Okay. Yeah, the top one has felt weird all day. I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's on right, but... I think I got it now. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's good to see you guys. Anything from anything that, from the last week that we need to cover? Oh, well, we recorded last week before uh, both of our teams had our playoff games, right? Oh, we, we, yeah. we recorded on Saturday before the disaster that was Sunday, right? Oh, my. Yeah, we did. So let's just hear, like, what are your thoughts about the Dolphins-Bills game from last weekend? Or my thoughts? Yeah, they definitely – it was way closer than it should have been. Yeah, they, they gave them a run for their money. Yeah, they really did. Um, I don't know. I was – like, I'm obviously going in with high hopes, but I wasn't really expecting much because we were starting our third-screen quarterback. Wait, wait, wait. You know? So were you going in with high hopes or were you not expecting much? Those seem like contradictory <laughs> statements. Both. No, I was going in both. <laughs> I was hoping for the best, but at the same time knowing that Skylar Thompson probably wasn't going to get it done. But um, with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, there's always a chance. Yeah, uh, and the defense came up with a couple turnovers, a big touchdown, right, off a fumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and now the Bills were eliminated earlier today by Cincinnati. I think Josh Allen actually had a very bad playoffs. Very bad showing in the playoffs. I what do you guys yeah, think about that? I think that Josh Allen is slightly uh overrated. You know, I'm not going to say he's a bad quarterback by any means, but you know, he's, he's not he's not the all-star that he's always made out to be, especially when it comes to the playoffs. Okay, yeah, and we're going to get into my Vikings a little bit here, but this is an interesting question. I saw some chatter after the Bills' performance today, losing to Cincinnati by 17. Um, Never were really in that game, it seemed like. Uh, Were the Bills bigger frauds than the Vikings this year? Um, Um, No. I would say it depends on what you mean by fraud, because at the beginning of the year, the Bills were the overwhelming favorites by the, I guess, media in terms of, you know, early Super Bowl favorites, the preseason Super Bowl favorites. 
And I mean, I don't think the Vikings were expected to do all that much with first year head coach and everything like that. So I don't know. The Bills might have been might have been I, as big of frauds. I think the Vikings, I don't know if I would call them frauds. I would call them overhyped. Because their season was very similar to the season they had like last season or two years ago where every single game was a one-possession game. It was just that this year they were on the right side of it. Last year, like, they lost every single one-possession game they could have. Uh, it was kind of one of those what-if seasons. And this year it was the, the opposite, where they won every single one-possession game uh, minus the one to the Giants in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Like this was definitely a year where the Vikings could have definitely gone like five and twelve. Here's the, the interesting thing: is maybe using the word fraud wasn't the right word, rather than like just performing up to you know relative to the expectations. But the thing is, with the Vikings, a few of those close games, they were on the verge of losing those. Like at the end, the opposing team was marching down with a chance to you know score a touchdown to to win it. And the defense would come up with a big turnover. And so the Vikings would end up winning. And that sort of uh, led into the idea that, you know, the Vikings the Vikings are winning all these games. And the defense comes up with big plays when they needed it. But it was, uh, it was definitely not sustainable and not the type of defense that was going to carry into bigger games and playoff games. And that, that showed, especially since the Vikings lost to the Giants and the Giants lost 38-7 to Philly. That just showed how far the Vikings were from being legitimate contenders. I well, think. and we, I think everyone kind of forgets too. Like, everyone, I heard a lot of, you know, well, the Vikings, they lost to the Giants, ha ha ha. We forget they almost lost to the Giants in the regular season. They won on a last second, like, 62 yard field goal. Yep. So, like, I don't think it should come as a shock that they lost to the Giants because. I mean, one, the Giants have a pretty solid offense. I mean, Saquon well, Barkley Saquon Barkley's very good. It depends who they're playing. I think we realized yesterday uh, that their offense really is not that good when they're playing a good defense. And they're not built to come from behind. No. No, they're, they're not a team that, you know, can throw the ball and throw their way back into it. Uh, which was kind of some of the things I heard last week too with the Dolphins when they were down, what was it, 17 0? Yeah. Some people were just like, this is over. You know, third string quarterback, rookie, there's no way he's going to be able to throw them back into this. And then, you know, it came down to a couple of possessions where a couple of things go a different way and they win that football game. Here's a, here's a hypothetical for you guys, right? How far do you think Miami would have gone if Tua would have stayed healthy? I think they, if, well, they might have won, they weren't going to win the division probably. Let's say, let's, let's, let's say let's, they, they had the same playoff route. I think yes, they would have yes. beaten Buffalo. I think they would have beat Buffalo. I think I Josh agree. Allen really struggled, honestly, yeah. in the, in the playoffs this year. I'm not exactly sure why. I mean, they would have been on to who they would have played, KC. They would have played yeah. KC. They would not have beaten Kansas City. They would not have beaten Kansas City. Mm-mm. I don't know. They're pretty good. I mean, Kansas City has now hosted the AFC title game five straight years. That's insane. Is that right? That, that's dynasty stuff right there. Who's in their yeah. division? How are they just... Uh, a bunch San of, Diego, bunch Las of Vegas, teams. and Denver. 
bunch of poopy teams. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I mean, the biggest contender in their division It's also, is, it's not San Diego. Is, it's right. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, L.A. Chargers, I'm sorry. The Chargers, the Chargers are definitely, well, this year, uh, and I would say the past couple of years, were the biggest contender in that division, but they're they're just not a real, they're not a team anyone is scared of. Especially when got, Mike Williams goes down with injury in week 17. The Chargers kind of got run over. Anything. They got run over in the first round of playoffs, right? Well, no. They were up 27-0 to zero on Jacksonville and gave and up that They league. got ran oh, over. Oh, that three was a bad game. Then they yeah. got ran over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely a very Chargers way to exit the playoffs. I'm curious to see if they'll end up firing their coach. I uh, know, it doesn't man. sound like they're going to. Justin Herbert is definitely like a uh, a special arm talent at quarterback, but I don't know. I don't know what has to change. I mean, for yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. So for that team to make the playoffs this year, I think is actually really solid because they went the entire year only having one of their two start wideouts. Like the first seven or eight weeks, Keenan Allen was hurt. Keenan Allen comes back, then Mike Williams gets hurt. Uh, there's a couple of weeks where they played without both of them. And really, t- it wasn't until like week 15 or 16 that both Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were on the field together. It felt like. And they still and then, made the playoffs. And then Mike Williams got hurt week 17, so he wasn't able to play in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, currently got an eye on the uh, San Francisco-Dallas uh, game. And it is nine to nine in the third quarter. So apparently a defensive battle going on there. All right, let's Dallas, go. Dallas's kicker still cannot make an extra point. Oh, so they probably went six and three to get to they nine. Went, they went six and three. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if San Francisco has three field goals or what. But. They do. Yeah. Let's so, go, Brock Purdy. Yeah, I'm definitely. I definitely didn't think Dallas would be in the game as long as they are, and I'm kind of nervous that they might actually win because. Basically, I want I'm I'm no San Francisco fan, but I want Dallas to be eliminated as soon as possible. I I did pick Dallas this week, so wow, that's bold. I, I I did I picked the two home teams yesterday. I picked the two road teams today. So far, I'm three for three. You know, hopefully Dallas can pull this one off for you me. You get a little parlay action? No, it was just a like a pool. Like Always bet responsibly. Pool. Yeah, DraftKings. The Bills, the the Bills game just crushed my parlay. I had a ten dollar parlay to win a hundred this week, and I needed the Bills to win. All right. Uh, anything else on NFL football before this becomes uh, the bogey train? I don't know what would we call it if it was a football podcast. The chip shot, the fumble, the um. One thing, uh, Patriots finally bucked up and are going to get a new offensive coordinator. So, uh, speaking of coordinators, look out if for there the was Patriots anything next week. Yeah, next year you, or next year, yeah, next week if there was, they're coming. If back. there was anything good to come out of the Vikings losing to uh, the Giants in the wild card round, they fired their defensive coordinator. And uh, from what I've seen, the people that they've requested to interview to fill the position are very solid so hopefully wasn't, they can really... wasn't one of them Vic Fangio I don't think so I thought I heard Vic Fangio but I know that was a rumor uh I don't know if they actually I know one of them was Brian Flores and then I've seen a couple other ones 
but I can't remember their names. Are you sure they're actually going to interview Brian Flores, or is that like a like just to meet the NFLs have to interview? I hope they hire him. I hope they hire Brian Flores. So I hope they actually do interview him. Uh, All right, moving on to the PGA Tour. And uh, I'm going to throw this one over to Noah to give us a little recap on the PGA Tour from this week. Yeah, okay. So a lot of stuff happened in the golf world this week. Um, you know, the best the best golfers in the world all competed at one, one golf course. And it looks like John Rahm won. Um, I watched the whole thing. So I'll give you a quick nutshelling of it really quick. Um, it was a pro-am. There was a 54-hole cut. All right. Uh, all Davis right. Davis Thompson was involved to some degree or another. <laughs> That's do, what's up, right? We and we do have to. Uh, I think we do have to there. get like a horn or something, or like a like a sound clip. Whenever there's a hole in one or an albatross in a tournament, and this is when you would sound that alarm. That is Xander, true. Xander Schauffele today taking a ballsy line from like two twenty over the water. Lands it just yeah. short of the, uh, short of the. He green. literally he he probably carried the water by a foot max. I th- I, think I, I think I think if he lands that line. like a foot shorter, it comes back into the water. But he lands it up there, it trickles out right in the cup for two. He only <laughs> shot like ten under today. Not bad. That's um, nothing. Is this so on YouTube? Guess, I'm looking it up. Albatross. Uh. It's Xander out there somewhere. Just go to go to PGA Tours Instagram. Or one of Twitter, my I'm one sure. of my guys just shot like ten under yesterday. I don't remember who it was though. This video says Xander Shopley Albatross exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point. I'm gonna check it out. Um. So yeah, I guess I guess having Noah do the PGA Tour recap serves a little bit as joke of the week. But uh, Jenkins, did you have you have something for a little joke of the week? Yeah. So in class this week, I had this nice joke. Uh, so there's two rooms. Okay. Two rooms. All right. One, two. One room is a square. It is shaped as a square. Oh, what a shot. That's crazy. The yeah, other is shaped as a triangle. You see how close triangle. that was to landing in the water? Oh, it almost went in the water. It looked like it skipped off the water almost. So one is shaped like a square. One is shaped like a triangle. Okay. Okay. They are both filled completely to the brim with snow. Okay. They both have the same area. Area. Which area? Room? I mean, what do you what do you mean? They both have the same area. Like, like the, the area, the area of the room is the same. Like square footage on the yeah. floor. On the floor, or yep. the, just, the area just, or the volume. Just shut the fu- Just shut up. <laughs> I still don't get it. The floor area, square footage is same. Just, between, just shut up. Just shut between up. Between okay. triangle and the rectangle, it's, it's not important. It's not important to the moral of the story. Yeah. Okay. okay fine. Both rooms are completely filled with snow. Which room is going to melt first? Um, rectangle. Uh, mm, this is a joke. Yeah, yeah. This isn't this a joke. Is a this is a riddle. Oh, it's a jokey riddle. It's whichever room is warmer. Which room uh, is going to be warmer then? There's two rooms next to each other. One's a square. I don't know. One's a triangle, and one's a. Was it a square or a rectangle? I don't. Square. I don't have enough information. One's a square. You have all the information you need. This isn't a joke. Yeah, it is. The square, the square room is going to melt first because the square room is 360 degrees and the triangle is only 180. Ooh. Ooh. I have a better joke if you guys want to hear. Okay. All right. 
All right. This is this is a little a little bit of a conversational joke. So I'm going to ask one of you, and you have to respond no. Okay, that's just a little preface to the joke. But no. So so Nick, do you know the difference between your cell phone and a toaster? I mean, I do, but what? Well, but you're supposed to say okay, no. No, no. Okay, let me just let's just run this back so we can give people the full experience of the joke. Do you know the difference between your phone and a toaster, Nick? No, but I don't put an English muffin in my phone every day. <laughs> I'm going to try it with James. Hey, James, <laughs> you know the difference between your phone and a toaster? No. Uh, that's weird. You must get a lot of toaster burn marks on your face then. That's it? Oh, my. Okay. That was, her- that was horrific. That's comedy gold. Do you get it? I'm not explaining it to you if you don't understand it. I, okay. I, do, I can say I do not know the difference because I did try to take a bath with my toaster once instead of my phone, and it didn't end well. <laughs> um, okay. Why was it so crucial that the cows were given marijuana before they were butchered? Um, I feel like we can figure this one out, James. Um, I don't know why. Because the stakes have never been higher. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I think that wins, but that's maybe that's a biased opinion. I'm going to be honest, I made that one up. Did you it up before or after you read it on the back of a Laffy Taffy? Ha 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 ha. They wouldn't put a joke about the devil's lettuce on a Laffy Taffy. <laughs> the devil's lettuce. Okay. Uh, back to the PGA Tour. Unless, no, no. We, I think we need to move on. Uh, so this week was the American Express out in the uh, Palm Beach slash... La Quinta, California area. Um, it's kind of a weird event overall. I mean, it's played on three different courses. So they have the same group, and it's just a twosome for the first three rounds. And uh, so they don't regroup until after the third round. And, and it's a pro-am, so they have amateurs, like two amateurs in the group as well. And the pace of play, uh, I noticed just from following it the first few days, was horrendous it was taking so long to get these rounds completed um but john rom ends up winning by one over davis thompson uh for back to or wins and back-to-back starts for john rom which is uh he basically called it he was on uh no laying up that I, i think they interviewed him maybe the prior friday but uh their interview with them came out this past Wednesday and, you know, they were talking about, he won the first event of the year, the calendar year at the century tournament of champions. And he said, yeah, I got that one. I got the American express coming up and then Tori, hopefully I can, uh, hopefully I can go back to back this, this week. And then, uh, and then end up winning at Tori as well to just start off three for three on the year. Well, he's two for three. So, uh, and he loves Tori. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised you know that. Like, he likes Tory Pines way too much, honestly. 
Yeah, it's more than any here. more than anyone should like Tory Pines. More than very, anyone should like any golf course. Very overrated cool. golf course, but yeah. he's won the Farmers there. He's won the U.S. Open cool. there. I think that yeah. might even be where he got engaged. So that's where he had it. That's where he births his first kid too. I think or something like that. Yeah, he definitely likes Tory Pines more than anyone should ever like, especially Tory Pines, but even any golf course offside on the Cowboys. I think. Uh, it shows how, uh, how, how locked in I am right now. Uh, so yeah, John Rob is playing some insane golf right now. I, I caught, uh, some of his play from, I think it was yesterday. He was in the marquee group. Um, so I caught a lot of that. So I, I missed the first, I think two holes. I, I caught him on the third or fourth hole. And right when I started watching, he went, birdie birdie eagle and he went like eight under over his next 10 holes or something couldn't miss every he's just flagging every approach shot so yeah he should probably be uh he should he's probably the best player in the world right now rambo i think it's time for an embrace debate okay yeah is john rob bad for golf is John Rahm bad for golf? Uh, well, you must have an opinion on this since you asked it, so let's hear it. Why would oh, John Rahm be bad? You go ahead. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think so. I, a good golfer from Spain uh, who is, you know, he uh, came over, went to Arizona State, not knowing any English. He. You know, is now a very, very well-spoken, very thoughtful, apparently, player. He's got nice wife, two kids, very good player. He's got a major, whole bunch of PJ Tour wins. Uh, am I missing something? But he just keeps winning. Okay. Like, it's just kind of getting boring. It's like, that oh, John was- Rums in the field. He's going to win I- this way. I agree. That was the problem with Tiger too. That's what. That's why he ruined golf for me. He, Tiger just kept winning. It's just the worst. Well, and I mean, John Rahm only won one PGA Tour event last season, so it's not like he. I mean, he was playing really good golf a lot of the time, but but he like also he's been won winning an D- overwhelming the DP World Tour. Yeah, he won two events late last year on the DP World Tour. He's just on a heater right now. How's that? How's that bad for golf? John Daly's smoking a heater right now. Probably, yes. Uh, so is is your is your point that yes, he is bad for golf? I think it's just getting a little annoying. So it's just annoying to you personally. Yeah, like is that is that what you have said if you were paying attention to golf in the nineteen ninety nine and two thousand no. area? Like, uh, I'm sick of this guy. He's just winning all the time. No. Why? So well, they, the they should let a guy like Kevin Kisner win once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you sound like you have a zin between your teeth right now. No, it's a mint. I'm trying to get my Invisalign pressed down correctly. Mm. Dude, did mm. you get the little? Did you get the little green tubes that you like bite on or whatever? No, I got mouth mints. <clears throat> I'm a little bit of an Invisalign veteran, so if you have any questions, just fire them my way. I'll help you out. <laughs> Uh, okay. So Davis Thompson gets uh second place. I was not familiar with him 
I don't know if he's ever really contended in a PGA Tour event, uh, but he had five eagles in his first two rounds, which was pretty crazy. I think he was at 18 under through two rounds and was still only leading John Round by like one or two shots. And, uh, you know, he, he played well. He stuck with him all the way till the end, but ended up uh, one shot short. Good for him, though. Apparently, I think he's got a very bright future. But five eagles in his first two rounds is pretty nuts. Yeah, he beat the crap out of those par fives. Yes, he did. It's like me on the TGC Tours. Um, yeah, it was really interesting to see a 54-hole cut. It made the cut line something you, uh, like like you said, speaking of TGC Tours, it made uh, the cut line something you might see in one of those events. The cut was 10 under, I think, for this tournament. It's pretty high. Yeah, I saw that John Tillery tweeted something about that. I don't know what the... Uh... Who cares? The cut after what? two days was 10 under? No, they, this one was cut after three days because the event is played on three courses. So they play the first three rounds and then cut it before the fourth oh. round. So it was it was 10 under for three rounds. That's still pretty low. Because the cut is top 65 and ties. So to be in the top 65, you had to be 10 under. Okay. Like just for reference, I think uh, – my boy Ricky finished the event at like 13 under and got like tied 54th. Yeah. So that's crazy. That's, oh, that's a little Also, scary. shout out to my guy, Taylor Montgomery. Your guy? That's my guy. Well, where'd he finish? I didn't even look. Uh, fifth place, solo fifth. Did he actually? Three shots back. Okay. This guy, he hasn't finished outside the top 15 since like last like middle of last summer on the corn ferry tour i swear this guy he is currently number nine in the fedex cup tom kim also uh t6 tom kim yeah he's he's second in the fedex cup tom kim my guy that went deep nuts yesterday was harry higgs oh yeah harry higgs trying to make a comeback after losing he lost his his card didn't he i believe so so i think he only has uh he doesn't have full status right now, but hopefully he's making. Here's the most a of guy. It. Here's a guy I haven't seen in the top twenty in a while. Jason Day. Yep. Yeah, I think he's making. He's gonna. I'm looking out for him to play some good golf this year too. So him and him and Ricky both need to bounce back big time. Sahith uh, made the cut. T fifty four. Okay. Ricky. T fifty four. Yeah, anyone else you want to shout out on this leaderboard before we Yeah, shout out to uh to Wesley Bryan. Shout out. Where did he finish? Uh he missed the cut. He had a good <laughs> first first couple days. He 67 day one. Really good start. Uh followed up depends, with a tough depends tough which course it was on. Followed it up with a tough 74. Uh, and then got even tougher, shot 81 and uh finished Third from last. What course did he shoot 81 on? I don't know. It should say. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, it was the course that has uh, a par 72. I think they're all par 72. It's got water on the left on 18, it looks like. Okay. Was there a shot tracker on it? No. Okay, then I don't know exactly which course it was, but 
An 81, that's tough. Especially in an event that had a 10 under cut. What's his deal? Is he dealing with injuries or what? No, he's just garbage. Oh, okay. He had to make a YouTube video that weekend, so he didn't want to make the cut. They were making a YouTube uh, video. They (laughs) were there on on scene. Uh, Speaking of... They've been getting big in the Twitch scene, too. Really? Like live streaming golf? Yeah. I've never seen that before. Uh, Speaking of YouTube, did you see uh, the latest content from Good Good, Jenks? No. You didn't? No. They put out a video with Ricky a couple days ago. Ricky! They played a match with Ricky down at Medalist, just Ricky like uh, just like Rick Shields did. So I'm a little over halfway through that. That was that was definitely good content. They got uh, Ricky someone, Bobby on their show. Yeah, someone Ricky. said someone said in the comments like, "Geez, these guys really took uh, losing Micah and Grant personally." Because I mean, some of the content they put out since has been. I think they did a round with John Rom too. I don't know if that was that was probably because of a tailor made promotion, but. What's sad or, is that uh, in Callaway, that group, Callaway, sorry. In in that group, I bet that Ricky's not the best golfer. So he very clearly was the best golfer. Was he? I didn't see the video. So. He was, yeah, very clearly. Uh, How does Steven play that round? Not good. Not yeah. good. But he is just great guy. Uh, not very good at golf, apparently. He's got a, he's got a, he's just got a good heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God bless him. <laughs> His heart is getting clogged with all the fat that he's putting on, though. He's getting a little chunky. Is he really? Is he <laughs> he's getting a little chunky. That's funny. Yeah, I maybe seen it's, ooh, Tony Fino with a big bounce back. <clears throat> Ripper Magoo uh, and Tony Fino. Christian Bezadenhout. Bezhead had a third round 62 till T11. Oh, also, shout out to under. our local Slovakian, Rory Sabatini. <laughs> Rory. Where did he finish? <laughs> Cut. Shout out Garrick Higo, though. Uh, he had. Chez Fest missed the cut. Dylan Kelly missed had the cut. Three birdies on the front nine today, and Uh-oh. then birdied holes 10 through 16. Uh, so he had seven straight birdies on the back nine. Somebody, but, somebody might want to get nine one one on speed dial. Somebody uh, call nine one one. Lucas Glover miscut. Oh, <laughs> uh oh, that's not good, Uh-oh. dude. You know, you know what we need though. Well, for a couple things to make the Presidents Cup more and more interesting, these South Korean golfers just keep getting better and better. But also, we need them to win more events because. Like their names are just perfect for like making a joke, like a him joke, like like last time. I don't know if it was last time or two weeks ago. Like, like Tom, Tom him, him, Tom si him, him, Siwoo him, Sung Jae him. I mean, what about soon you'll know? What are you gonna do with that one? Well, I think uh, I don't think he ever regained his golf game after having to do his mandatory military service. So, so like, see ya. No longer you have a golf game or something. That was uh, that was weak, but ooh, so that's uh, why. P- so so former last, PGA yeah. champion Jimmy Walker missed the cut this week. Speaking of, we recorded before uh, the end of last week's event, so I guess now is a perfect time to touch on Siwoo Him. 
who chipped in on the 17th hole last week and ended up running down uh, Hayden Buckley to end up winning that, uh, the Sony Open last week. Yeah, I love so, Hayden Buckley's swing. He might have my favorite swing on tour. I like Siwoo Kim. Uh, Siwoo Kim is like the ultimate feast or famine. Like, he's either playing really well or he's nowhere to be found. It's it's awesome. Is he, is he the guy that always hits the driver off the deck? Yeah. And in the 2017 President's Cup, he shushed the crowd after making a putt when they were down by, like, 15 points. Is that the same President's Cup where Tiger barely even hit his putt and then walked off the green and gave no, the that, answer a big that, F that, you? That was 2019. 2017, Tiger, I don't think he could swing a club or move. But in a very unrelated note, the Niners are on the edge of scoring a touchdown here. They're on the edge of glory. And they just scored. Christian McCaffrey. Woo-hoo! All right. Score. Right. So I think that does it for the American Express. Oh, another thing. The strength of field was actually surprisingly good for is a non-designated event. Uh, I thought this know, was just, like the best, like the best field the American Express has had in like 20 years. Uh, yes. So let me look this up here again, showing my, uh, amazing preparation. Uh, okay. Let's see. I don't know if you guys want to, uh, if you have anything to chat about while I look this up. I thought going back to the NFL, I thought it was so demoralizing last week after the Vikings lost. And you just have the, you have the Giants celebrating, and just in the background, if you're listening very carefully, you just hear Skull Vikings. Like, that's just got to be the biggest buzzkill. Like, you just lost in the playoffs, and now your fight song is playing in the background. What's it playing? Skull Vikings. Can you sing it for me? I don't really know how it goes. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I wasn't really listening. I don't know the context of what you were just saying. What does the Vikings have to do with anything right now? Last week after the Vikings lost to the Giants. Oh. And the game's over and they're playing Skull Vikings after they just lost. It just seems a little Well, it's like how in high school, you know, even after after like a basketball game, if even if it was a loss, you know, the student section would still sing the the fight song, you know, it's just yeah. sort of a... I I usually left by then. Had to get out of the parking lot. You know, that's why, you know, that's why you just weren't a real fan. But, okay, I found that I had to get to the party and get wasted. So, the American Express of the field uh, in recent years. Okay, so this is uh, the amount of players in the top 10 and top 20 of the World Golf Ranking. So, uh, in the past, like, 10 editions, there was never more than two players in the top 10 or five players in the top 20, but this year there were five of the top 10 and 10 of the top 20 in the world. Uh, so some quick math tells me that's 50%. Yes. And what a lot and, of people were saying was that it was, it's the same field that they've had in the past few years, but just all, all those guys have moved up in the world ranking, which is, I guess might be the explanation, but um, yeah, it, it's, you know, just with it not being a designated event, um, it had a very solid strength of field. There is one guy the in the top, top 10 that there. was not there, though, and that was Cameron Smith. That was Cameron Smith, yes. Very true. He's enjoying his offseason. Also, yeah. shout out to uh, Justin Thomas. Got married. I think he got married a long time ago, though. 
I, th- I mean, I like, I'm with you, like again? I just saw a picture of it for the first time today, but I think it might have been like a month or two ago. Actually. Why are they just posting pictures now then? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought I was hearing that it was, I think it was like at least a few weeks or a couple months ago. I love in the but, pictures, though, you can see Jordan Spieth's giant forehead in the background. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. The American Express. I think that is uh, it. Good for, good for uh, all involved. Let's let's move except on to the for, except for West Bryan. Yeah, it's a tough final, or tough third round. Let's move on to the double penetration world tour. All right, the DP um, World Tour. I didn't I, really know it. I saw one shot from this, and it was actually the last shot, I believe, or the one of the last shots. The, is it the bunker hole out? It was. Yeah, I was not really paying attention to this leaderboard. It's a good event. I think it's the same event that Ricky won in 2016, the Abu Dhabi. Oh, uh, the Colon Korea Open? But I think it's at a different course now. But, yeah, the Korea Open. Uh, but I really was not following this leaderboard at all. Uh, I know, actually, uh, apparently Padraig Harrington was in contention. And you know all those tra- Yeah. You know all those tracker accounts on YouTube? Yeah. Or not YouTube, Twitter. Um, I saw there was a, I found a uh, Padre Harrington tracker that was like, has he ever made six birdies in a row before or something like that? And then I, I quote tweeted it and said, <laughs> um, there's a Padre Harrington tracker. All right. That's it. I'm with Tron Carter. This has gotten out of hand. And Didn't then I had pa- people. Did Padre Harrington win back to back PGAs? I believe he no, I don't know if it was back-to-back PGAs. I think it was back-to-back Opens. Was that what it was? I think it was... Because he won the 2008 PGA, didn't he? Because he was defending coming to Hazeltine, if I remember correctly. I think that's right. I think he won the 07 and 08 British Open, and then the 08 PGA. So he's a three-time major winner? Yes. Oh, my God. He's the best Irish golfer ever. Um, yeah, he's got three majors. And so I was kind of throwing shade that the fact that there's even a Padraig Harrington tracker on Twitter, which I mean, makes sense because he, I mean, he plays basically just the PJ tour champions. Do they even have shot tracking on, on that app or for those events? So, but then someone replied and was like, Hey, he's one of the best, or he's one of the most beloved Irish athletes of all time or something. I'm like, okay, well, sorry. I offended you. Yeah. Right up there with Hornswoggle, the leprechaun from WWE. <laughs> Connor McGregor. No. Uh, all right. But anyway, the shot we were talking about the 17th hole, Victor Perez, I don't know if he was already in the lead or if this just solidified his lead. I should probably know the context, but uh, I have a life, so I don't watch all of this. And, uh, but he was in a greenside bunker on the 17th hole, sends it way up into the air, lands it probably a good 10 feet past the hole, spins it back and uses the slope and just drains it. I, I uh, put it out on our uh, Instagram story for the bogey train pod account. That it was, was sick. That it's, that was a filthy golf shot. That was so good. Did you see, did you see that uh, Noah? No, I didn't. I saw the, you didn't? Uh, no, I didn't see any videos. I was trying to open up Instagram this week, and every time I open up, like, it wouldn't play any videos. It would just pop up, 
as like the first frame of the video, and then it would not play. So did you, did you got did you, you got it. Click on it. You tell me what's wrong with Instagram because I don't you, think it was you my. Gotta fault. go see it. It was it was like a, literally a greenside bunker shot. He spun it back like ten feet to hole out, which which was I mean it wasn't technically on the last hole, but it was basically for the win. Yeah, it was. It was sick. That's pretty nasty. Um. All right. Yeah, I have nothing else from that event because I. Speaking really of, I speaking do know. Of, actually, we might have to look down the leaderboard of that event a little bit. Uh, there was some something actually I did want to touch on. Speaking of for the win, we got some news, boys. This week on okay. TGC tours. Hold on, I hold that thought. I got to go down the... Oh, yes. Yes, this is why I needed to go down the leaderboard. Uh, so, Victor Perez ended up winning by one over Min Woo Lee, my guy. Tied for second at one shot back. Oh, boy. Uh, classic Min Woo Lee in contention. Not quite getting the dub, but he's going to... Another big year incoming for Min Woo Lee. Uh, Shubanker Sharma tied for sixth. Had to shout him out just because uh, it's a fun name to say. Francesco Molinari also tied for six, 13 under, I think uh, five back. Hey, he's trying to turn his game around. Apparently, he's doing some speed training. He's doing all he can to be on uh, Team Europe for what would be a home rider cut for the Italian. So keep an eye out on that story. Francesco is trying to turn his game around so he can play a home rider cup. Why does your microphone sound so, sound so different now? Oh, I moved away from it. Sorry. Um, let's see uh, Luke Donald okay I thought he had a better finish than he did first round 64 for Luke Donald the captain of Team Europe hasn't played much good golf to speak of in the past few years but had a super nice first round was 8 under and then proceeded to follow it up with a 75 and that's basically how the rest of the week went but I uh, just wanted to shout out Luke Donald for a little glimpse of some good golf after a rough few years. Former world number one. Former world number one. Went to Northwestern. Uh, I wonder what was the highest finish from a live guy in this event. I saw Lee Westwood was hovering around 60th. There were some quite a few live players in the field. Uh... Not seeing any yet. Adrian Otegi, he's, he's kind of a live player, kind of not, but goes back and forth. I don't really know how to measure that one. And all right, uh, T50, Burnt Cheeseburger. Oh! Other, otherwise known as Burned Beesburger. Uh, tied for 50th, and I think that might be the highest finish from a live guy in this field, so... Ian Poulter tied for 60th. Uh, happy late birthday. Yep, shout out Ian Poulter. Uh, yeah, all right, TGC Tours. Sorry. Yeah, I you, mentioned, you mentioned wins, and we got some news this week. Uh, we did not win. No. We also Oops. did not make the cut. Yikes. Yeah, it was a bad week. Um, did you get demoted then? I did get one demotion mark. I'm still on kinetic, but oh my goodness! Nice, so dude, how, you're making me nervous. That's a that's quite the segue. Speaking of for the win, I missed the cut. Yeah, 
Uh, putting was atrocious. I was. Uh, is that because you switched to powerhouse? No, this was. I didn't switch to powerhouse until after. I was. So your putting is terrible, and then you're switching to an archetype that has worse putting. Yeah, but I felt better with the putter with the, that archetype. It was weird. Okay. Woodsman actually is really nice. I love the Woodsman. Uh, I was second to last in putts per hole this week. Not so great. Were the, were, the, were the greens super slopey? No, they were just they were the speed that I hate. Like my least favorite green speed on the whole game is 155. And both rounds they were 155. So I just could not like... I couldn't lag one up there. I don't think I had that many three putts. Uh, also, going on to that point, I was a third in greens and regulation. Yeah, but second to last in putting, so that does not make for a good combo. Uh, well, there's no possible, there's no good combo to be second to last in putting. There's nothing really. Uh, proximity to the hole would be a good one. Even then. Uh, let's see what I have for three putts. I had, I had 28 putts round one, no three putts round two. I had one, two, three, three putts. I mean, there's a couple in here. I putted off the green. Uh, just, yeah, it was, it was ugly. Putter was just cold. Um, we did go through some changes though. I did switch putters. I've officially switched in game. Uh, what didn't you have a the uh, spider? I had the spider GT. Okay, yeah. I have switched to the uh, Titleist Scotty Cameron. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it the mallet head? Yeah. Is it like a JT one kind of? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I played a couple of rounds with it. I played a couple of practice rounds. The putter felt super nice. Um, you know, it really felt like I was rolling some stuff in. And, yeah, the game the game's there. I'm hitting the ball well. I mean, only missing three greens in two rounds, that's pretty solid. But uh, only having 15 birdies to show for that is not super solid. So, I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued as to what my proximity to the hole was. Uh, but... But we still have one promotion mark. If we have a good week this week, we could maybe hop up to elite. Uh, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you need three demotions, right? And five, two promotions? Five demotions, three promotions. Oh, okay. And you're at one and one right now? I'm at one promotion. They just cancel each other out. It's like, so you're – oh, so you're chilling. You're not he's one, he, yeah, yeah, he's one in the green. I'm plus no one. No cause to raise alarm at all. Not, none whatsoever. That's fine. Oh yeah, we're fine. Yeah, we're fine. I was I was nervous for a bit there for you, but I'm not nervous anymore. No, it wasn't my caddy's fault this week. It was all me. I just was not reading the greens correctly. Yeah, your caddy's a beast. It can never be his fault. No. I'm wondering if That's Brock Pretty ever good. doesn't just throw it right over the middle of the field, but apparently it works. So, can we get a score update? Uh, 16 to 12 San Francisco, but San Francisco has the ball. They just got a first down. They just crossed midfield. That's another so niner first there down. There is uh, about eight and a half minutes left in the game. That's a, hey, All right, I got to tell you this story really quick, Nick, because you're a Vikings fan, right? Uh, unfortunately. James, are you a Vikings fan or no? I'm a Patriots fan. 
Yikes. That's embarrassing. But I was <laughs> talking to one of my buddies last night, um, and she went to high school in Michigan, right? Her high school's she's like, you would not believe this. She pulls up her high school logo. It's literally the Minnesota Vikings logo. They're the Vikings. They did not change the colors even at all. They're purple and gold, and they're like the the, the Watkinsboro Vikings or whatever. And the same mascots, same colors. It's unbelievable. I've never seen anything like that. I've seen mascots be reused, but with but different with a colors. Different, yeah, different color scheme. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was like That's it crazy. was the Vikings. So she was like, yeah, we would all just buy Vikings merch online for our like sport events, sporting events. <laughs> just like wear that around. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, as long as it didn't say Minnesota on it, if it was just Vikings. Yeah, it was just the logo and Vikings. Just purple like, and gold Vikings, yeah. Yeah. Or, like, even if it was MN Vikings, like, you could convince people that MN stood for Michigan, so. I don't think you see a lot of merch out there that says MN Vikings, though. <laughs> well, make some. Well, shout out to the whoever Vikings. Yeah, I can't remember the uh, the town, but all right. Is there anything else on TGC tours? Nah, this week we got the uh, some tournament. The some uh, tournament. The BB King Memorial at Yazoo Country Club. Oh, dude, BB King? King. Whopper, 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 whopper. <laughs> BK, have it. Your We're up. Uh, we're three weeks away from the first major of the kinetic season. And by major, it's just an event worth more money on the money list. So. Are you, are you limited to one tournament a week? Yeah, it's one a week. Yeah. And you just play it whenever you want or whatever kind of during the week. You have to have the first two rounds done by Wednesday. Yeah. Dude, they run a tight ship on that game. I didn't know that. That's it would crazy. be so cool if there was a way they could do it that everyone was playing it at the right time, like at the same time, and then they staggered yeah. the tee times based on who was in the lead in that. Like that would be sick. It'd James, be like okay, you like are like watching your phone and you have to get your your updates for the tee times. Like okay, tomorrow you tee off at this time central. Yeah, yeah. I would tell them do uh, uh, two, and then uh, you're playing with a guy from like. The UK that has to tee off in the middle of the night or something. People, like, people are just ruining their work lives for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, boss. I got it. I made the cut yeah. this weekend. Kind that of would cause so <laughs> many problems. I need a sub today. I got the final round here. Teeing off soon. I got to play. Bob. You, you, and your boss is in the tournament too. He's like, yeah, that's all right. That's chill. <laughs> you're playing together. You're actually paired together. Yeah, you're in the same group. Uh James, how about you give me your sign-in and I'll uh, run a couple tournaments for you. Yeah, and bring your how about you no. How about that? I'll no. charge you a small fee. I won't even make you pay that much money. I'll make it cheap for you. No. Let me know. Offers on the table. You just no. let me know if you want it. Uh, jumping from TGC Tours, though. You let me in, know. In the video game golf world, we did get some yes. big announcements this week. Honestly, we could have led, led the show with this. This is, this is I, pretty pretty massive news. I was about to leave the show with this. So the EA Sports PGA Tour, we knew it was coming out this spring. There was a teaser trailer that came out um, a little while back, but they had we had the full gameplay trailer. Uh, I think it was about four minutes long on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, I just want to know what you guys were thinking and how the game looks. Uh, it comes out standard version March 24th. 
So we'll, it'll be it'll be a good couple weeks before the Masters, which is roughly what we are predicting. But um, yeah, what are you guys thinking from the full gameplay trailer? I think the game looks solid. Uh, the like the graphics look really good. Uh, the swings, I mean, they just look like basic video game swings. Nothing really to die for there. But I'm really intrigued about this. Uh, I don't remember what the system's called, but the way that they have the uh, like the ball striking and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like yep. pure. It's like pure strike. Pure strike. Pure strike. Pure strike. Yeah. Technology. That, or that's really intriguing to me. Uh, you know, just I think I read somewhere that there's like 27 different outcomes for a shot or something like that, or even probably more than that. So um, there's 20 different shot types. Is that what it was? Yep. So, like for example. Uh, let's see. Maybe I can even pull them up. Um, I was just on the website. Where you go? There you go. So maybe it says on the website. You want? Are you are you looking for the different shot types? Yeah. Yeah, they've got three different drives. There's like five different approach shots. There's like three different, different drives. Yeah. So yeah. there's yeah. So there's like a fairway finder drive. There's like a full send drive that's not actually what it's called but it's like the yeah. power drive so like if in real life you know if you teed it higher and maybe lean back a little bit so the fact that there's yeah. all these different shot types um and there's like i know there's a shot type made for like uh, an approach shot from the rough so it's called a hack like hacking it out of the of the long rough i know there's yeah i'm looking at it right now um so that part I agree very intriguing and like instead of you know in uh 2k there's basically just punch shot like there's all different types of, like there's a stinger which I think is going to be the lowest like as low as a punch can get there's also a knockdown I think so there's like different types so like of stuff for shots. like into the wind too and yeah and I think there there might even be a couple different types of uh bunker shots like I think there's yeah. one where you're kind of like clipping it a little closer to the ball and it's going to have more spin versus like sort of like a chunk and run. Um, and then there's one called the Texas wedge. So it's like you can putt from well off the green and it's sort of made for that, which I think is awesome because it's, I think putting from off the green is pretty hard on 2k, even though like, so there's a lot of situations where it would be a putt in real life, but mm-hmm. like it's, it's really hard to judge on 2k. So you just chip. So I think that's a really cool feature. There was uh yeah, so you guys can uh if there's you guys can keep going on yeah, what you thought was really besides that for me, the only other thing is I don't know if I'm gonna buy it. Cause there's uh kind of my one deciders, I don't know if there's crossplay or not. I don't remember seeing that in an announcement. Uh and I don't really want to buy it if it's not crossplay. But it's also not available on PS4. So I don't know. Yeah, that is by far and away the biggest downside for me because that's all I have. So I I don't know that I am planning on getting a PS5 at any so, time in the near future. So it sounds like none of us are going to be end up buying this game. Which is, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's too bad. It looks so it, lo- it looks fun. Like I if there's a week where like if they knock it down to like twenty nine ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine, I might just get it just to get it. 
which I was at uh, Target the other day, Target or Walmart, uh, one of the two, and PJ Tour two K twenty three was up. Uh, PJ Tour two K twenty three was already down to like twenty nine dollars. Really? Yeah. So I have to do a little Steam checkout on that and see if that's uh, the case on Steam. Yeah. So was there anything else from the trailer that you guys noticed or wanted to touch on? There's a few things that I have here. It felt like the trailer felt like an Apple trailer. Like they would be like new ball dynamics. And then they would like, was it Iona Stefan was kind of describing like what that meant. I thought thought it was funny kind of the, the form of the trailer, but what were cool to me was um, the course dynamics. I think is what it was called. So the courses look great. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. the courses look amazing. Whatever they did for like texturing the fairways and greens, like it gives it a real life like grunge and grit, and like it's not just uniformly the same green texture everywhere. It's like it looks super sick, but yeah, like, different courses play differently. So like at Augusta, the fairways are smoother, and your ball bounces and and reacts as it would on a more smooth fairway or whatever. It's like based yeah. on the course you're playing, you get reactions. And then, like, I can't remember what they were talking about with the ball dynamics, but, like, when the ball hits a, a hill and, like, or hits slopes, whatever, like, it's supposed to react way more accurately to bouncing off the slopes now. Which, actually, when I think about that, a lot of the old golf video games, and even some of the newer ones, like, the bounces don't really feel great. They feel kind of weird. Well, in all I, the I old think, golf video games, you could also jack the backspin up and spin it up a slope. I mean, yeah, back when golf video yeah. games were good. Yeah, so there's definitely going to be that arcade aspect to this one if you want it. But I hope, uh, you know, with turning those settings off, that it is, you know, more of a simulation sort of feel like PGA Tour 2K. Um, but yeah, I think I think the ball physics in 2K are pretty good. I imagine it's going to be something similar here. Um, I've also heard that uh, from someone who he's sort of a uh, a creator like in this world, so he gets early access to this sort of stuff that um, he saw more of it than was originally released. But apparently the crowds, I mean, you can kind of tell from the trailer, but the crowds are very well done. Yeah, that's um, been a that's been a that's been a kind of a bogey on the side of 2K in general. I don't know what they did to make the courses look so much better on this game. And the game is releasing with 30 courses. I don't get it. So is it 30? I thought it was 20. It's 30, I believe. So at least that's what I was hearing. So 30 courses, which is, uh, you know, obviously it's nothing that can compare to the infinite courses in PGA Tour or 2K, but you can tell that this competition in the you know golf video game space has made a difference because Last time EA released a game was the Rory McIlroy version back in 2015. Oh, great game. And, and that game released, I think, with it's seven courses. Yeah, that game got so boring so quick. Seven courses. I think it ended up with, you know, there were some courses added later. I don't know how many it ended up with, maybe like 15 to 20, but this one releasing with 30, and then, you know, you expect that they'll be adding some along the way. That's That's a pretty good lineup. I do know and, when I saw some of the courses that were on there, like some of them aren't that special because they are ones that are shared. Uh, yeah, but obviously when you got Augusta and St. Andrews and, you know, those are 
those are going to be massive. Pebble Beach. I know Pebble Beach is eventually coming on to Pebble, Pebble Beach is 2K. coming to 2K. TPC Sawgrass is on 2K. East Lake's on 2K. TPC Boston, TPC Southwind, TPC Scottsdale, um, Bay Hill, Riviera, Quail Hollow, uh, Torrey uh, Pines. Those are all. One, uh, Wilmington. Is that one? I think that one's in both. It might be, yeah. Uh, but there uh, are some cool courses that are on this EA Sports list. Uh, is it is it absurd to assume that they won't release this cross-platform? Like, that seems pretty crazy for me to believe that a game coming out in 2023 is not going to be cross-platform. Yeah. I really hope it would um, be, But what were you going to say, James? I'm excited to see Harbortown back on the list because I love Harbortown. Banff Springs. Uh, Bandon Dunes on there. That's pretty sick. That's awesome. That is awesome. And Harbortown. That's... <laughs> Sweet. I love that. I love uh, Liber- Liberty National, Wolf Creek, Yes, Chambers that's another Bay. great one. Chambers Bay? Chambers Bay is on there again. Okay. Uh, like, that's a, that's a pretty sick Teeth, lineup, Teeth of the Dog, which is a course they have at the no, simulators in town. It's actually a really cool course. Uh, that's one of Pete Dye's greatest. Like, I actually... Oh, they also have the Country Club on EA Sports PJ Tour. Brookline? Uh, for, the, for the U.S. Open. Guys, oh I might actually have to get gosh. this game. That that really is a phenomenal lineup. My my, have, own, my only issue with it is going to be, you know, once you play these courses, like they just you'll get sick of them. Maybe, but I hope the career mode is really good. But that is I mean, true. Uh, I mean, the career mode in two K is very dull, very very dull. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah, I won the FedEx Cup four times, and I just quit playing it. So, um, yeah, there's also a couple other things. So what about the player lineup? What do you guys think of? I haven't seen the player lineup. I don't think I've seen a whole list, but just based off of what I've seen in the trailer. uh, I know there's some... Female golfers for sure. I know Nelly Cole is oh, in it. Here we go. And here I know go. Lexi Thompson. Oh, you have it? Okay. Yeah. I, I just have some that they've announced so far. It's not the full list. But there will be Scotty Scheffler, Cameron Champ, Xander Schauffele, Sung J M, Nelly Corda, Lexi Thompson, Jordan Spieth, Tony Finau, Hideki Matsuyama. Ooh, Hideki. Those are the ones that are released so far. Love that. Um any surprises? I would say, I mean, there's a couple that are in both games. That's a little uh, bit surprising. Sung JM is kind of surprising me. Sung J, I like that. I hopefully and I hope they add players as they go. Like, like eventually you gotta have Tom Kim in this game, right? Oh, you think so? What one of the games has to get Tom Kim. Uh, uh Rick, probably, no, Ricky's in uh 2K. Yeah, which I thought would have uh Is JT you know, pe- in 2K 23? Oh, yeah. He was on the okay. cover of 21. I know. I wasn't sure if he was still in 23. Uh, but so I thought, you know, being in 2K might preclude one from being in EA. But clearly that's not the case since Xander and Finau are in both. Yeah. As well as Lexi Thompson is in both. Uh, they so, need to bring back a Legends edition and they have to have Natalie Gulbis in there. Because she was always fun to play with back in PGA 2005. They should have some of the guys from Hot Shots Golf. Oh, there. my God. Mel. Caddy yeah. Mel. Guy's a goat. <laughs> but, and the uh, the big, what's her name, Bertha? Yeah. Yep. 
I'll cook you up some of my home chicken. What's that one? Uh, the one cat, uh, like Hubert, was that his name? Your balls in proximity to the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this game looks, I would say, overall pretty good. I was a little bit underwhelmed by like the swing animations and player models in the trailer, if I was going to be honest. But yeah, those um, aren't anything special, but the courses look sick. Yeah, I definitely wish I had a PS5. But I do not. Yeah, it says it's on PC. I might actually get that. Was there anything else? Um, I do know in the career modes, you start as an amateur. So there's some amateur events, like you play the U.S. Amateur, and you can get nice. like a, an exemption to the Masters as an amateur, which I think is a really cool feature. Um, I bet they'll have the U.S. Amateur either at... I bet it'll Brooklyn, be at the Country Brooklyn, Club. Brookline or, yeah. So... It's a little bit of a shame that I won't be playing it right when it comes out, but unless someone uh, decides to gift me a PS5. And I hope that I know they did some uh, cap, some swing capture for all the players. And I, I hope the swings look at least somewhat distinguishable from player to player rather than all of them just looking the same. But We'll see. Should be fun, though, for the people who are able to play it. Oh, another thing I was going to mention. Um, the, like, the, some of the shot link data that's going to be incorporated. I don't know how much, you know, how in-depth it will go, but the data that they use. So apparently, like, if you're, you know, playing as Jordan Spieth versus, like, Scotty Scheffler, they said they incorporated, uh, you know, ball flight data from all these different players. So, like, the ball flight of one guy is going to be different than the ball flight of someone else just based off of all of their own, like, numbers and statistics and things like so, that. Like, like Jordan Spieth, he's a high ball flight guy. He's, his ball flight's going to be higher than, like, Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, or like Cam Champ, like he, you know, he obviously he has a lot of distance, but he's sort of like a um, low flight, high spin player. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see like if that's captured in that, um, just because like he's basically a guy like Justin Thomas would be the opposite of Cam Champ. Like Justin Thomas has a very high angle of attack. His ball, he has a very high um, launch angle with low spin, but Cam Champ is like a low launch angle with high spin. So it'll be interesting to see like how much of that is incorporated as well, but should be interesting. Now it's funny because the Nelly, uh, Nelly Corda, all of her sponsors are um, obsolete because she's, she's still got her old like sponsors and stuff on, but I'm sure they'll very minor, very minor detail. I'm sure that'll be something that they will update for the game. I'm wondering just how much of like the equipment and apparel will be somewhat outdated because the game was supposed to come out a whole year earlier. But yeah, again, that'll be a minor detail. I do know that someone pointed out another minor detail. Uh, like their course captures that they have must be older. Because someone pointed out just this random gray cart path at St. Andrews, which they took out like five years ago, but it's there on the game. 
So, which would make sense because St. Andrews was in the the EA's last game. Yeah. So, but some of these newer courses like Brookline and like Southern Hills and yeah. ones like that, you know, I imagine will be perfectly up to date, but yeah. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see because Augusta has gone under a number of changes since uh, Tiger 14. So that was the last game that had Augusta. So that'll be interesting to see if they have all those updates too, especially considering there's a new update to the 13th hole uh, that hasn't even, you know, been seen in a masters yet. That's going to be seen for the first time this year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was, I was just over there checking that out the other day. It looks pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's... Actually I'm pretty, didn't they have to bend like an entire road because they, because they moved the 13th tee box back. Like, like I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be a road there. Did they really? But, but I, I think didn't hear they about that. I think they had to bend a road around it or something. Huh. I, knew, I, know they, I knew they moved it back. I knew they had to purchase land from the near from neighboring Augusta Country Club. They had to buy yeah. some of their land to expand 13th hole. All right, I'm looking at pictures right now. It doesn't look like there's a road there. Oh, okay. Maybe it's a different part of the course or something that I heard and is just not true. Yeah. Well, we mentioned Nelly Korduk. Might as well jump a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, Nelly Korduk, we did. I don't know if we covered it last week. I don't think we did. I think that just came out this past week. Officially signed with TaylorMade? Oh, yeah. We definitely mentioned that. And Okay, we did. Okay. Yes. Strike that from the record. Uh, this week, LPGA Pro-Am. Yeah, we did mention that, yeah. Hilton, Hilton Grand Vacation Tournament of Champions. It's a Pro-Am event. Uh, 29 LPGA Pros in the field. Looks so is like, it supposed to be their version of the Tournament of Champions? Am I correct? I, I would assume so, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then it's just a Pro-Am as well, so there's some celebs in the field. Uh, in the the Pro event, Brooke Henderson, 16-under. Did she win? She won. Okay. Uh, Nelly Corda was fourth at 11 under. Danielle Kang, I'm just kind of pointing out names that I know at this point. Uh, T12 at four under. You know, speaking of Vikings football, I think Adam Thielen made an appearance uh, in maybe the last round in the Pro-Am part of it. I don't know Did if he, he, I don't think he played the whole event, but at least at some point. He uh, last place in the Pro-Am was Arya Jutanugarn. Uh, 21 over. So a solid round there. She shot 21 over? Yep. Celeb leaderboard, Marty Fish ends up with the win. Uh, Did he win by a points. lot? Yeah, 152 points. They do stable for scoring or something. It's like yeah, one, point he, for, one for a par, two for a birdie. Because one, one of the rounds, he shot a 67, which was five under. And that day, I think it was maybe Saturday, there was only one player – L- LPGA player in the field that shot lower than him, and he's Marty, an amateur. Marty Fish for the week shot seven under. That is very impressive. He shot one under round one, 67 round two, 69 round three, and a 73 today. Uh, so he takes home the win. Isn't he from? Isn't he from Minnesota? I have no clue. Some other people in the field, Chad Pfeiffer, who I believe is the guy with one leg that was on the big break. Um, he finished T3. Annika Sorenstam finished T3. 
Just for reference, uh, Marty Fish also got a sponsor's exemption to play in the 3M Open last summer. Did you know that? I did not. He missed the cut. He shot 13 over, 81-74. Dang. Adam Thielen did play the whole week. He finished T12. Um, some other big – Alfonso Ribeiro, T22. The biggest names in the entire field, though, was Barstool Foreplay. Okay, I sorry, uh, I got to interject here. I'm just learning something. Marty Fish, while an am- he did get a sponsor's invite as an amateur to play in the 3M Open last summer, and he shot 13 over, he did still manage to beat Wesley Bryan, who was last in the field at 17 over. That's tough. That's tough. Um, so <clears throat> the four play guys, since there's four of them, they each got one round. Uh, so a little different than the other AMs who played all four rounds of four play guys. They played one guy play each day. So round one was Riggs. Riggs fires off an 88, uh, picked up 20, 20 points for the team. Round two was their newest addition, Danny Rapp. Daniel Rappaport, he's a golf journalist. Uh, he fires off a 78, picks up 31 points for the team. Round three was the big man, T-Daddy, Trent Ryan. <laughs> Breaks 100. Shoots 99. He had one par the whole day. Uh, picks up eight points, nine points for the team. And then the last round is Frankie Borelli, the pizza man, 87, he beats Riggs, uh, picks up 21 points for the team. Dude, Riggs is not good. Danny Rapp is a solid golfer. He's pretty good, yeah. He's a solid Um, golfer. What did you – did you see the video of Trent when he hit that tee shot square off the heel that went straight left? Yes. And I saw a bunch of people screenshotting it right at impact. (laughs) Like the entire driver head was out to the right of the ball. <laughs> Dude, and the funny thing is, his setup position is textbook. Oh my, he has like such his, a good setup. But His, his setup is... is so nice looking, and then he swings, and it's like, yikes. He's so unathletic when it comes to the golf swing. Uh, so yeah, that's it for the LPGA event. Uh, I really just want to talk about foreplay. Anyone else big in the field? Um Brian Bumgardner, the Kevin from the office, he finished 51st. Guy's a pretty good golfer, but he did not play well this week. Um, yeah, nobody else really important. Wells Adams from The Bachelor, bartender, T33. Uh, quick NFL update. The Cowboys have the ball down seven. Uh they're on their own, it looks like, 15-yard line. And there's 33 seconds left, and they have no timeouts. They have to go the length of the field to score a touchdown in the next 33 seconds with no timeouts. So if it's they, not looking great. If they score, do you think they kick the extra point or go for two? That would be very interesting. I Just for entertainment's sake, I'd hope they go for two. But, but with the new playoff rules, they might just kick the extra point. Yeah, get out of bounds. Oh, they might keep him in. Oh, they kept the clock running. Oh, my gosh. I'm watching. Let's take a quick break. I want to see how this game ends. 
All right, folks, you're getting our live reactions to the ends this of is, San Francisco Dallas. What channels the game on? It, uh, Fox. There's only 10 seconds left. Dude, Dalton Schultz not getting out of bounds was huge. Oh, it was almost picked. That was huge. Do I get this pulled up before the game's over? Yeah, do it right now. They've got like 70 yards left to y'all. And they have 10 seconds. Yeah. This, this How did they call that hit? That's absurd. He literally walked out of bounds. No, but since he was forced backwards... Oh, so it's see like it? his so so it's like his forward progress was stopped while he was in the field of play. That's crazy. Since the def so yeah, since the defender pushed him backwards before he was out of bounds. This is unbelievable. What, this is unreal. Did that guy even catch that? All right, so they have one play left. They have to go sixty yards, unless they try to get. There's five seconds left. It's kind of risky to run a play that's not going for the end zone. Yeah, you got to take that. Will they try to get, like, another six yards really quickly? Six to you ten yards? You have to take yards? a shot. Because, like... I mean, there's there's no one underneath. So do you try to get ten yards closer no. within, and no, see no, if you no, can no. do it in four seconds? You got to go. You can't... But he, like, if the play takes one extra second, you're just dude, you're Did losing this guy it. even catch this ball? That's what I was concerned about. Did he get that foot down? Oh, he didn't. He didn't even drag that foot. What was he doing? What was he doing? <laughs> All right, now they got to go 70 yards. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? Why are you not dragging that toe? This is great podcasting, by the way. I think it is. They got to go 76 yards in five seconds. I'm cheering for the 49ers, but I really want the Cowboys to score here. <coughs> this ref might be this ref might be my favorite NFL ref. This is this is the easiest call ever. How are they still reviewing this? Unless he somehow had possession while that right foot was on the ground. His foot is nope, nope. inches above the ground. So that guy just cost them because that was the same guy that didn't get out of bounds before being. <laughs> Dude, what is this? Back. I'm a little ahead of you guys. What is this formation that they're gonna run? Oh, don't say it. Don't say anything. Yeah, he must be ahead here. Jeez, this I guy he, he he cost them like 15 seconds not getting out of bounds <laughs> and a whole bunch of yardage here. Dax the guy. Dax the guy you want throwing a hail mary though. No, you just. Okay, Jengs, if something happens, you can't – something crazy happens. you got to go on mute right now, frankly. I know nothing's, nothing's going to happen. Oh, my God! Stop. <laughs> no, nothing's happened yet. I'm just now seeing the formation, so you're way ahead. Uh, there's two linemen? There's one lineman? Yeah, it's Ezekiel Elliott at center. It, Ezekiel this, Elliott is at center. This is what I call football. This is awesome. Batman visor. This is uh, 
Such good podcasting content. I'm going to go crazy if they score. I'm going to lose my mind. All right, well, they call a timeout, so. Yeah. So we can give them a little sneak peek of what we're going to do for our – so are we officially changing the name to the foursome of the week? It is going to be the foursome from now on, yes. All right. So what was formerly known as Mount Rushmore and then formerly known as the snake draft of the week is now going to be foursome of the week. So – uh, and this week, we are going to do foursome of golf, either podcasts or content creators. So this should be good. I haven't even started thinking of a list, but maybe I will. Maybe I will right now. Hopefully I have something to write with. I do. I do got to say. Looking at that formation that they had before the timeout, what would stop the Niners from just rushing, like, five? Or just two. Like, I mean, Zeke's not going to be able to block anyone. That's risky, though. So then if you if you throw a quick pass, then there's that many guys that aren't ahead of the play, you know? Yeah, but just rush like your five corners. They can catch up. Everything's going to get lateral back. Oh, okay. Well, that didn't right. go very well. Did you see that, Noah? I'm watching right now. Oh, that guy got rocked. How, what was the plan there? I think they were thinking the, the old flea flicker technique. Or the, the lateral? Yeah, that, I think, I think yeah, that was it the didn't work. That really right, didn't um, work. Very quickly, while you guys are finishing up watching the football game, uh, big news this week in golf. I'll just kind of cover this. We finally have a live TV deal. Uh, it sounds like it's been ironed out. The live is going to be going to the CW. We had to have touched on this last week, right? We, I don't think we did. I did not talk about it at all. I didn't even know about it. Um, okay, I thought we had. I knew it was a rumor, but this week it was it was solidified. Which... Was uh, it was I saw a funny tweet on it. I don't know who tweeted it. I can't find it, but it was like YouTube is in you know how many hundreds of millions of homes, uh, and then they switched to a station that is in like twenty million homes, which is best known for shows like One Tree Hill and Vampire Diaries. Gossip uh, and Girl. Now, and now can't, Live Golf. Can't forget Gossip Girl. Now it is Live Golf, the home of Live Golf. Uh, yeah, no, so I'm still not going to watch it. I think I even saw a thing like uh, only certain rounds are going to be on the CW. Yeah, so uh, so live they go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I know for sure first round, so Fridays are only going to be on the app, not on TV, not on the actual like. Is that what it is? Station. Yep. Uh, so I want to get. Is, is there anything else as far as like? details that you wanted to cover or is that pretty much it no that's it okay so i need noah's take on this as our resident right, fan of live what are what are your initial thoughts on this live tv deal with the cw um would this require me to like buy tv in order to watch live golf yes you will have to get the the, the app mm-hmm. the cw app i don't think i'm pretty I'm gonna... sure you need a cable login to use I don't think I'm really about that. 
I like watching them on YouTube for free. I know that was one of the things I knew that the fact that it was just available and live on YouTube was one of your f- absolute favorite parts of live. Yeah. It's and like the so, best part. like, as far as like from a business standpoint, I know why they were chasing a TV deal and felt like they needed one. But I feel like this really alienates a lot of the people that actually were watching. Yeah, it's a bummer. I might become a live golf uh, defector. Because, so here's one question I have, and I don't, I didn't look into it, so I don't actually know, but like, supposedly one of the big things about live, it's the global tour. And so there was a, there's a lot of following outside the United States and all this stuff. How do they watch? Like supposedly like, I don't know if they have, if live has deals with TV channels that are in different countries or if this deal with the CW is just for the United States, but it not being on YouTube anymore. I think that's got to be a huge negative. Yeah, it's definitely going to hurt. I think that they're, you know, how many people probably watched it just because, you know, they were on YouTube and it's like, Hey, it's on. Like, I know that was definitely one of the times I watched it was, I was just doing nothing. I opened YouTube. I saw that live was on. I was like, oh, I'll turn it on. Uh, not yeah, same once, here. Not once do I ever just open my CW app and like, oh, I wonder what's on the CW app today. Well, right. So if you are someone that wants to watch live, no longer are you just going to stumble upon it, right? Because yeah. like that's exactly what happened to me. Like I, I look through YouTube and it's like, oh, live is on. I'll just see what the broadcast looks like. There's no chance I'm downloading the CW app. No. You know, like that's just not like I'm I'm not doing that to watch Brooks Kepka versus uh, Cam Smith. Sam Horsfield. Or Pat Perez. Yeah. Uh, but that's it for Live. That's our Live Talk of the Week brought to you yeah. by the uh public investment fund of Saudi Arabia. Oh, speaking of, there were some uh, PGA Tour players who uh, sought and were granted uh, a release to play in the Saudi International. Which Brought uh, to you by the Saudi Public Investment Fund. Yes, I know. I think Cameron Young and Cameron Champ were both among the players who, which is really interesting, knowing that Cam Young was very close to signing with Lib last year. I also, I heard this breaking news of a rumor that has been around for like months, but it just came out this past week. Uh, Mito Pereira to live sounds like it is almost a done deal. I heard it was a done deal. I heard it was like official at this point, but I might be wrong. I thought it's been official for three months. I don't know. Well, it never was. I know it was like, uh, okay, it seems like this is, you know, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is coming any time now, but imminent. Maybe that's the word I was looking for, but it never happened. But then I saw reports. I think it is official now. Mito Pereira to live, which I mean, it made a lot of sense. Uh, Yeah. Because he's good friends with Neiman. Yeah. And him and Sergio too are apparently pretty close. Yeah. I wish he, I wish he wouldn't wouldn't have, obviously, but so he won't be able to play in President's Cups anymore. 
which is too bad, but I suppose that's that's just how it goes. It's the way of the world. Uh, all right, should we just move on to our foursome and call let's, it a day? Let's have a foursome. Okay, let's see. How will we figure out who goes first? Nick, you won last week, so. Oh, yeah, yeah we didn't even mention. Us, I won give last us a week. Re- give us a little recap. So it's last really, week we did TV really shows. I had Parks and Rec, The Office, uh, Prison Break, and SpongeBob. I ended up winning. I think I got 35% uh, if I can remember correctly. I think it was 45%. Um, Let's see. Let's check my. Let's check the receipts here. Uh, oh, I had forty-five percent. You're right. And option three, so that was Noah, right? Ah. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld, Friends, It's Always Sunny, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, that was, that was my. That was what? That's a. That's such a good lineup of TV shows. Who picked? Yeah, that, that was in sec. That was in second at thirty-six percent. Not bad. And then. Jengs came uh, came up pulling in the rear, and uh, with Game of Thrones, New Girl, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and Saturday Night Live with eighteen percent of the vote. Should The Walking Dead scene. instead. I did just restart watching The Walking Dead this week. Oh, great show! Scary show. Can't believe nobody picked that seventy show. Spooky show. Thinking about it because I that's ninety show just came out this week. I watched that already. How is that? Uh, uh it's it's average. Um yeah, my I wasn't expecting that show to be good, especially the rebooting best, it after that long. It's the just, best part is the cameos. Is Noah frozen or is he just that still? Uh, I, see hard, the, uh, I see I see the fan moving, so well so I'm trying to secure tickets for the Savannah Bananas right now. Oh, the bananas. Yeah. The banana ball. I know. How fun would that be, right? I love the Savannah Bananas, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to get tickets this year. I'm really bummed. All right. So uh, Noah came in second, so he's going to be second for this week's. Okay. Uh, And then James will be third. So I'm going to go first. So I'll take one. Oh, I'll take two. I'm going to take... No, you just get one. Well, I want to go with... All right, I'm going to go first. I'm just going to start with no laying up. All right. Uh, it's, It's a staple in the golf podcast world, and they've recently been up in their content a little bit. I mean, tourist sauce is not new. But um, they're doing great stuff with that. And then recently, just before the Tournament of Champions, filming that round with uh, Spieth and JT. Uh, so I got to go no laying up. It's a staple in my uh, podcast directory and Apple Podcasts. Good pick, so. good pick. I respect it. That's a good pick. I respect it. Good pick, good pick. All right. Um, for my first pick, I'll take the undisputed heavyweight champion of the golf YouTube industry, Rick Shields. Okay, yes. I love Rick, Rick Shields. Everything about him, his accent, his vibe. About it. Like that. Just been getting bigger every year. Hey, he's the man. 
recently filmed a match against Ricky Fowler. I mean, that's a big, it's a big deal. You don't get to the do that. The 108th ranked player in the world. You yeah. know who else just filmed a uh, a match against Ricky Fowler? Uh, the undisputed light heavyweight champion of the world of the YouTube golf industry. That is good. Good. Good pick. It's a good pick. They are huge. Um, I mean, man, people, I got kids in school that are talking about good, good, who have never even played a game, like play around a golf in their life, but yet they still love good, good. Uh, and I, I enjoy watching them. You know, it's, they're a fun watch. They've got some, some fun stuff they do. Uh, they actually played a match with Rick Shields once too. So, wow. I mean, that might be the highlight of their career. That's, that's sure. gotta be, that's the two top YouTube guys. Uh, Getting him on their channel. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, secondly, I am going to go with Nick took NLU, which is probably one of the biggest golf podcasts out there. Uh, I'm going to take another one of the biggest golf podcasts out there, not for personal reasons, but because they're just huge. Uh, that's foreplay. Okay. Uh, the the barstool difference is what really does it for foreplay. Um, you know, five guys total who are just not really great at golf, uh, but yet still find ways to make the content interesting. Uh, not just the podcast, but their YouTube also. I mean, Trent's breaking ninety series. Who cares if he's a terrible golfer? It's actually just hilarious to watch him try and break ninety. Uh, I love every single round. I love watching him chunk it out of bunkers. Frankie with his his butter knives that he had that he's finally got figured out. It's always been a, a good watch. All right. I think that brings up uh, Noah. Oh, it's back to me. Um, all right. For my second selection, I'll take one of the guys that I – probably the only guy that I actually consistently watch his YouTube videos um, for the last like five years. Uh, Eric Anders Lang. Yes. I, uh, yes. The, I, the knew Vice, I don't know this guy. The Vice this and guy? Precision Pro. You don't know this guy? No. Um, he like kind of made a big doing the Adventures in Golf series. Have you ever heard of that? No, I'm going to, I'm going to Google him right now. Um, yeah, definitely check him out. No, he's a beast. Gosh, I got to pick now? That's, I've never seen this guy in my life. Oh, I have to pick two right now. Dude, that's oh crazy. Dude, oh, he's a, under, he's a filmmaker. You live under a rock? He's like big time. This guy's big time? Yeah. You got to check out uh, Adventures in Golf. Watch like literally every single one of them. Let's see, dude. I I've got three picks that I really want. I mean, there's so many different ways I could go with this. Um. Okay, so I gotta go with one. I haven't watched a lot of his content lately, but just a huge fan of his swing, and. Uh, I got to go with Micah Morris. Okay. Does not fall under good, good anymore. Yep. So that's, that's fair game. 
Uh, kind of a terrible pick, though, because Grant Horvat's better. But oh, well, I'm guessing you're going to pick Grant Horvat, which nope. is fine. Nope. Um, now this one, I don't know if I should. You know what? I'm going to do it. I don't care. Uh, my third pick is second swing golf. Oh. Shout out. Shout out. We're still uh, looking for a sponsor. Honestly, their YouTube content is quite good, and they find ways to get a lot of interesting stuff. Obviously, they're always testing the new equipment because they're primarily an equipment retailer, but they've done videos such as like how does wearing multiple layers affect your golf swing and the numbers and your contact and things like that. They've uh, recently, they did a what's in the bag with uh, Rocco Mediate, super interesting video. He was explaining like the specs of his clubs and how, why he does his setup the way he does. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of good content coming from them. They've improved a lot over the last few years. And uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with second swing golf. I, do, I, I really like the guy on second swing that looks like you. Larry Bobka. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> I do love Second Swing's content. Uh, you know, really, from when they played TBC Twin Cities, that was great. Uh, I've seen some of their fitting videos, like the one they did with your brother, Nick. Uh, Which brother? Mark. Andy. Yep. Now you sound like you're a long way from your microphone. I am sitting back a little bit. That's my bad. No, you're up. Oh, it's my pick again. Um, all right. Wait, what did you just pick, Nick? Second swing? Oh, second swing. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, I got Rick and Eric. Gosh, I've got a sweet list going right now. Um, so we're doing like... Okay, so here, I, I, I have a proposition for you. Let me know if you guys are going to let this one fly or not, okay? Um... Macklemore with Bogey Boys Golf. It's kind of a golf brand, but he's like a he's like a big deal in the golf industry. Okay, if you want. Up to the jury. Up to the jury, but I will take I'll take Bogey Boys Golf if that's You do whatever you want. You know yeah, if that's Yeah, good. I don't I don't care. All right, sweet. Sign me up. I still don't own a piece of Bogey Boys clothing, but that's just because it's like $100 for uh, a regular t-shirt. That's uh, that's brutal. Uh, you have your second two right now, Jenks? I have my, gonna, my last two picks out, here. Yeah, round out your lineup here. Uh, I'm going to go with... The talk of the town this episode, we've talked about him quite a bit. Um, former YouTube trick shot channel. Oh. Turned into pro golfers. Uh, they were on big break. Their YouTube has continued growing. They're actually building a golf course now. I'm going to take Brian Bros. Very good. That's George very and Wesley good Brian. Uh you know, they, they walked so that good, good could run. Uh, <laughs> and frankly, I got them both on my team. So I'll take Brian bros first. Um, 
And the second one, I've got a couple different options here. Um, you know, just some like some single guys on YouTube, uh, some podcasts, but I'm going to go, this is probably one of my favorite golf podcasts out there right now. Uh, if you're a podcast guy, you need to give this show a listen. It's they're on season six. They just started season six, uh, chasing scratch. It's actually gotten really popular. Um, two guys, they started season one. They were in their mid thirties. They had, they set themselves a goal. They were 11 handicaps. They wanted to get down to scratch in one year. Uh, they got from 11s to fives and now they've gotten from fives to like threes and we're on season six. Uh, just a great lesson Two two great shows. Um, Noah's typing in our, our document here and he's just having a great time. Uh, but yeah, I like my list. Good, good. Foreplay, Brian Bros, Chasing Scratch. Yeah, that's a pretty solid lineup right there. I not honestly bad, don't know bad. what I'm going to do with my last one. Not bad, not bad. All right, to round out I, I almost, I almost took uh, the bogey train with my last pick. but Oh. <laughs> that would have been a really cool move. Um, to round out my squad, I'll take Manilow Teaches Golf. Uh, maybe not the greatest golf teacher out there uh as far as actual golf advice but he's a good guy and he's fun to watch and he makes like funny youtube short clips and i just kind of like his accent so all right never heard of him but that's that doesn't mean he's not uh doing some good stuff look him up on like YouTube shorts or something. He, he literally just makes like short clips. He, they're pretty funny. Here, I'll type it in. Okay. So there's a couple directions I, would, I could go here. I almost want to just say the masters just because they're a YouTube channel. Like you can watch every final round that exists, basically the entire final round, but I'm not going to do that because that's less of like content creation, you know, someone like, um, I think I'm going to go with for my final spot, Mac Boucher. I love Mac Boucher. And if you're not familiar with him, I don't, I don't know how much he does on YouTube. I don't really see his content on YouTube, more, mostly just Instagram, but posts a ton of videos of, uh, he's always playing insane golf courses, super cool and, uh, really good ball striker can work it both ways with ease and absolutely can work it both ways in a very significant amount. And, uh, yeah, sometimes he's just posting videos doing swing drills. Sometimes it's a like a daily hole vlog, or sometimes it's just hitting crazy shots. So he's uh, he's gonna be my fourth. He's, he's gonna be the greatest ambidextrous golfer that I've ever seen. So yeah, that that rounds out my foursome: no laying up, Michael Morris, second swing, and Mac Boucher. I feel like. 
I maybe some... could have done better if I would have prepared for it, but I, this was sort of just off the cuff and what I could think of at the time, but still not a bad lineup. I've got a list on there uh, that I'm starting. It's honorable mentions. Uh, Fat Perez, uh, which is just this fat guy. Great golfer, though. He's very famous for every time he makes a putt, he Euro steps his putt. Uh, hilarious. Oh he he plays a lot with Bob Does Sports. Uh, so that guy's, that guy's good. Um, I was also thinking the I don't know his name. I think it's Snappy Gilmore, but it's the, the oh, guy yeah. who yeah, he yeah, does yeah, the yeah. one hand swing. Uh, and then also honorable mention every single one of the Asian Instagram golfers that shows up on my feed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with the. With the, the, with the the, the, the night, net the night range, the night yeah. range. Yeah. <laughs> they I usually have like those, super like... good swings, but their club speed is like nothing. Like they can't hit it far, but their swings are butter. Yeah. I get like 45 of those a day. Yeah. Yeah. But then you click on the post and then it's like just in a different language. And there's all these hashtags that are in either Japanese or Korean most of the time. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think that's gonna be it. I don't even know if I should really put a know. Poll out. What? Your what you added to my list? Uh, it's just a, it's just a really good song. Good, good father. Speak, it's who you speak, are. It's who you are. I just want to speak some life in here. And then yeah. right after it says foreplay. Yeah, yeah. It's all about life's all about balance, James. You get it. Uh, yeah. So I don't. I'll decide if I'm going to put this out for a poll or not. But Why? Because you don't want Jings to win this week? Well, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put it out, but I don't know if we have... Uh... This is this is one of the most niche and golf nerd things we've done on pod. Yeah, yeah it really is, which is how it should be. <laughs> no, but yeah. It's, 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 really, it. it's really a good tell of what do you watch, because it's, I would have just, you know... Never known what Noah watched for golf content besides now I know that he watches Manolo teaches. Is that that Hispanic guy? Yeah. Yo, okay, yo. I know I know who you're talking Thank about. I've you. seen that guy. Thank you. Yeah, that guy's funny as hell. Yes, he is. Wh- which guy is this? Is that the guy that's jacked? Zoo. Yes. You know him. That that's the one? He's yeah. just absolutely He's shredded. not that jacked, is he? Oh yeah. He, he's not, not jacked, he's just cut. You need to do this. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love this. And he does like the dumbest right sculpture ever. It's like, all right, all right, buddy. He, uh, oh, yeah, that's definitely I, the guy. Yes, I watched, yes, uh, the guy. they did like a... Thank you. It was oh, like yeah, a, a short course thing. It was like Harry Higgs and Joel Damon and a bunch of guys on Golf Channel last year. But Manilow was the commentator. That would be awesome. It was I've hilarious. Guy, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Eric oh Anderslang, my gosh, I totally forgot of one that I could have so easily put in my foursome. I guess I have to just mention him in the honorable mentions. How did I forget? Horvath. Club Pro Guy. Oh, Club Pro Guy. How did we forget Club Pro Guy? I wouldn't call him a content creator. He doesn't really do anything besides He makes tweet. a lot of content, actually. Who? Shoot. Club Pro Guy. He is a. What? Do you have? Are you on Twitter? No. Okay. Oh, this well, guy's a great that's Twitter follower. I mean, he does post stuff to YouTube, but without the 
Twitter context, you probably wouldn't get it. Dude, I do want to play his new course. Uh, Three Jack National. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder when that's opening. Once he can finally get through all the red tape from the state, you know. Yeah. And America's get, next uh, great semi-private golf club. And if he can get Daryl Bevins out of jail. Rip Daryl. A Hank Jones signature design. The hole where they hit over the parking lot, that's just the best hole. <laughs> yeah, the concrete slab where there used to be a Walmart just in the middle of the sixth hole. Classic. <laughs> but You can shop merch for 3Jack National. I know. That's probably how he's trying to raise the funds to get this thing done. Well, all right, boys. I think uh, I think that's going to call it a week. Fellas. It's been a pleasure. Have we made any uh, any progress on our bogey train hats yet? Absolutely not. No, oh, dude. Absolutely I've heard about that. Not. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run something up this weekend, all right? And then uh, I'll fire it over to you guys, and we'll we'll uh, take it from there. Sounds good. We'll go from there. All right. Until next Have a great time. Week. Yeah, till next time. Take care, boys. Stay on the bogey train. All right. I just got stuck in a bogey train. Mm -hmm.